Welcome back to Chain of Feel, Chapter 12. I'm Feel. Demetrius, I have bought you some goods. My eyes slowly opened as I looked over to the door. Demetrius is off to my left. He was sitting at his table, looking through some paperwork. What goods? Demetrius didn't sound so into any goods. A file demon. I wanted to laugh. File demon? What do you think, Chain? Demetrius eyed me. I looked over to the demon who spoke. He has snake-like skin. His eyes are the same, but he looks somewhat humanoid. He jolted back as he met my eyes. His eyes are dark blue, and he looks afraid. I'm not sure. Where is it? Demetrius chuckled. It? I sat up and eyed the snake demon. I'll bring him in. He toned as Demetrius dropped his paperwork and chuckled. The door opened and I looked over to the snake demon and a new person. One who looks like a child. The child is standing there confused and scared. The snake demon pushed the child forward. He seemed as if he didn't know what was going on, nor where he was. Did he not know that he was getting sold? This is it, Demetrius. The snake demon started as I studied the child. He looked up at me. He looked surprised by me. Chain, why don't you see what he can do? I pushed off the couch and stepped closer to both demons. The snake demon stepped back, knowing full well what I'll do to them. What's your name, file demon? Demetrius pushed off his desk as he spoke. Tanner. The demon eyed me. You don't look so scaled. Why not? I questioned as I leaned closer. Because I can take you. I grinned and grabbed his shirt and pulled him up. The snake demon jolted back. I'll come back later. He ran off as Tano grabbed my arm. He's trying to bone me, but he can't. Do you think that that will help you? His eyes lock onto mine. A fire demon, huh? Maybe I should just kill you, or maybe I should kill you slowly and have you die in a pool of water. Just to see the seam coming off your body. He is now shaking. He's terrified and he can't hide it. Maybe I should whip your head off and find out where you get the heat. Now, Chain, be a little nicer to the poor thing. I eyed Demetrius and grinned. That's a face that I wanted to see. He chuckled as I looked down to Tanner. He's breathing heavy. His hand is getting hotter. I chuckled and dropped him. He'll do just fine. I showed my arm to Demetrius. There's a small bone mark on my arm. Sadly, he doesn't know how to control the heat. I turned back to Tanner. My arm healed over. He coughed and looked up. He looked as if he wanted to run away. Tanner, was it? He slowly nodded. Good, you can't understand. Do you still believe you can take me on? He looked down as I leaned closer to him. I'm gonna take that as a no. His eyes widened. He knew that I could take his life any moment I pleased. He is fine, Demetrius. Do as you please. I toned away. Don't be like that, Chain. Go take him and show him around. I shot him a look, but he wasn't asking. He was ordering me to. I rolled my eyes. Why me? Because I asked you to. We both knew he didn't. Fine, get up, kid. He pushed himself up to stand as I told him for the door. Come on, keep up with me. We walked down the stairs. I can hear him behind me. He's running to keep up with me. The stairs open up into a large open area that Demetrius overlooks from his room above. I can see a cart filled with smaller monsters. They looked up at me and moved back. I watched them as they moved past us. I looked down to Tano, who jolted back. Come on. He followed as I pushed forward. He's right at my heel. He seems scared of every beast around us. But he should still feel me. I watched him from the corner of my eyes. He is small like my brother. His hair is a different color. So are his eyes. But he still reminds me of Johnny. Is that why Demetrius told me to show him around? Because of my past? In front of us are huge beasts that are chained to the wall they are walking on. They have tools that are bigger than my person. I stepped closer as one looked down at me. They are a mix of a goat and bale. Lower half of a goat and upper half of a bale. The one closest to us watched us as if he wanted to attack. Tano grabbed onto my shirt. 
The beast behind us fell and hit the ground. I turned to a guard who raised a whip and hit him. Get back to walk. He pushed off the ground and moved his tool towards me. I raised my hand and grabbed hold of it. He roared as I pulled the tool out of his hand and hit him with the end of it. He hit the wall before falling to the ground. He is huge in front of me, standing close to twelve feet, if not taller. The guard shook as he watched from afar. Get back to walk or die where you lay. His eyes met mine as I threw down the tool. A big hammer of some kind, mixed with an axe at the end. My eyes moved over a guard who jumped up. Do your job. I turned back to the road to show Tano around. Let go of me. I stopped before turning to see that Tano had been grabbed by the beast. The chains around the beast are bent and about to break. He wanted to escape, but he would already know that he will never leave, for he is doomed from the start. Put me down. Tano was breathing heavy and he scaled. I watched as flames swallowed Tano and the beast whole. Tano could not control the flames, but I know that if the beast doesn't let Tano go, he will get boned to death. My mind overlapped Johnny in place of Tano and my body acted even before I could tell it to stop. I jumped off the ground. I reached my hand and grabbed the beast by the face and slammed his head into the wall. With my free hand, I grabbed Tano and pulled him away. Tano wrapped himself around me. I could feel the heat from the flames, but I only worried about killing the beast. I kicked off of him and landed on the ground before looking over to the guard. His fingers are shaky. He looks as if he is in front of Satan and was told to eat his heart out. Do your job. He nodded as I told him. The flames are still wrapping around us both. Isn't my heat too hot for you? Tano questions. I looked down. I smiled. Too hot? Are you stupid or something? Do you even know who you're speaking to? He studied me before shaking his head. I know your chain, but I don't know what that means. I sighed. I'm feel. Feel? You can ask Demetrius about it later. For now, you just need to stay out of trouble. Why? My eyes widened and dropped him. What? Because you are causing trouble right now. I shook the image from my mind. Trouble how? Asked Demetrius. I turned away, hoping he would leave me be. I felt the flames wrap around my arm. I looked down at it before moving my arm. The flames moved and broke my skin before entering my body. My arm healed over the cuts and bones. My eyes opened. I looked over the fold, then around me. I can see two other werewolves running behind me. There is one other behind me. I can already tell who is who. And of course, Thomas is holding me. Sleep well? Thomas questions I looked in front of us. You can say that. Not like I needed to. You feel a bit heavier than before. I eyed him. It's just your mind. You probably never held anyone before. Shut it. I still don't like you. I could have killed you. Remember that. He picked up speed and I grinned. That's it. Get all your anger out now. I rolled my eyes. He stopped fast. I went flying off his back. I hit a tree, knocking it down. Everyone else came to a stop in front of me. Thomas stepped over me. His paw is now over my chest. Do it. Try it. I shouted. He opened his mouth, ready to bite me. I smiled as his teeth cut in my right shoulder. Rivo's father moved closer, hoping to get Thomas off me, but I eyed him, warning him to stay. Rivo changed no human form. Connor did the same. Connor moved back, knowing never to get close to me. Thomas has no idea what will happen to him. I reached my hand up into his mouth and grabbed the hold of his far back tooth. His eyes widened as I pulled hard. His teeth moved off my shoulder and he moved back. I looked down at his tooth I had pulled out. There was a bit of blood and gum still stuck to his tooth. He eyed me before charging me. I pushed up. I dropped his tooth and grabbed the broken tree behind me and swung towards him. He went flying and hit another tree. Wivel's father stepped closer. I eyed him. He needs to learn a lesson before we get back to Demon Farm. Wivel's father slowly nodded. I turned back to Thomas. He pushed himself up, but he is in pain. We both can see it. He ran at me once again. 
I moved and punched him hard in the face. His hind legs moved off the ground as he flew back. He then hit the ground and yelped in pain. We both knew he wouldn't be able to get up soon. I stepped closer. I can feel my fingers shake in pain, but I have to push that away. I lean close to him. Just remember that I'm not so kind. I am a killer. Nothing else. Nothing less. If you forget that, you will die by my hand. Why? Why? Are you, are you being so so nice and, and helping us? He shook. It's out of fear and pain. Because I only want to stop the woman who charmed me. I will stop and kill her. Then I will go back to my life. I will show no mercy. His eyes widened. But I still have much to do before that. So I will show mercy this one time. After I will show no mercy to anyone. Why? His body changed back. He shook on the ground in front of me. Why help us? I look back to Wivel's father, because I need to stop her. What's so important about stopping her? I closed my eyes and eased my body. I'm sorry, but I cannot tell you. You have tried to kill me, and I did not ask for your help. You are only a tool. I locked my eyes on him. Connor will take you from here. Wivel's father stared as I nodded. Let's go. I turned as Connor changed forms. No, I will. Thomas shouted as he pushed himself up. I studied him before smiling. He has it within him to hold me. He wants to prove himself, so let him. Wivel's father nodded as I watched Thomas. You have one chance. Remember that a half had given you this chance. I paused. No, remember that I have given you this chance. Most people don't get to live that long if they test me. Do remember that. He nodded. I will carry you where you wish to go, Chain. He changed forms and tone. Please get on. I'll keep in mind to go fast. No need to tell me again. I wrapped my fingers through his fur before jumping onto his back. Wibble and Wibble's father changed, and off we are once again. The wolf is in front of me. She took a bite out of my right arm. She has good aim. She is still standing in front of the cub, who can't even stand on his arm. I looked down at him before grinning. The female in front of me is growling, warning me to get back. She should already know why I'm here. You are on forbidden grounds. These grounds don't belong to you. She is still baring her teeth at me. She will fight until the end. Her left arm is bleeding, her fur is cut, and she looks as if she is getting tired. Forbidden or not, we must pass through. I eyed her. Over forbidden grounds? Through here? I can hear the other wolves getting away, further into the meadows. You don't know what dwells within these meadows. Leave before it kills you. Her eyes softened. You cannot kill us. I wanted to laugh at her. I won't be killing you. I am here to warn you, you stupid mutt. She turned fast, looking to where the other wolves ran to. The ground around them broke open and horns came through. It's too late. Look at what you've done. I ran past her. She covered the cub and picked him up. I ran to where the horns are breaking through the ground. These stupid wolves just had to wander into forbidden meadows and wake the beast. A beast who shouldn't even be alive. Stupid mutts should have killed them when I had the chance. Leaving. Get them out. I toned. I thought you didn't want to help them. I felt the wind pick up. My feet came off the ground and I jumped, grabbing hold of the horns. A fucking dragon had to be put to sleep, and now it's awake. One of the last of its kind, and these mutts thought it would be a great trip through the forbidden grounds. Demetrius will be pissed. Do you think it's wise to fight a dragon? I pushed myself up and kicked the dragon in the eye. Mind your own business, Levin. Get the mutts out of you and call for Demetrius. The wind died as Levin ran off. You cannot fight me, little one. His voice is harsh. And you cannot win, old one. His eyes narrowed as he looked at me, hanging from his horn. You think you can? I grinned. We will have to see. I've never fought a dragon before. This will be the first. And the last. 
He threw me off and inhaled before breathing fire. I landed on the ground and reached my arm up. The flames hit my fingertips. I felt the heat, but my skin didn't burn. The flames broke my skin and went underneath. The dragon stopped and looked at me with wide eyes. How? I moved my arm down and looked up. Is that all? Are you still half asleep? I moved my fingers and flames wrapped around me. The dragon took a step back as I moved. The flames wrapped around his arms and pulled him. I'll have to wake you. Thomas came to a stop as I looked up. We were in front of Demon Pond. How long was I out for? It should have taken a few days, but it seems like it only took a few hours. Abby rushed out of the front doors and over to the wolves, not caring for them. I jumped off of Thomas and eyed her. She stopped in front of me and took a deep breath. You need to hurry. Demetrius is trying to break free. I watched her. Thank you. Show them to the meeting hall. Same with the others when they get here. I will also take care of Robin. Demetrius is first. She looked at Wivel's father, who changed and grabbed hold of my shoulder. I turned back to him. Can we trust her? I almost laughed. You can. It's me who you shouldn't be trusting. He nodded and let go of my shoulder. I pushed past the front doors and headed down the hallway. I can hear something beating against a bulletproof glass and the roar of a beast. I toned as I hold a crack of glass. My feet picked up as I toned a corner. I pushed the door open and there standing in front of me is Demetrius. He locked his cold-blooded eyes on me. He's standing behind the glass. His body is breaking down. He's within his demon form, but it's turning black. His eyes are almost all black. His horns have black lines and the horns look as if they are breaking. His teeth are sharp and his fingernails are long. He stepped closer before punching the glass. It's starting to break. Demetrius, look at what you're doing. Do you even think you're being safe? He hit the glass. How long until he is gone? How long do I have? Can I save him from himself? I don't even know if he understands anything I'm saying. His mind is no longer there. He is now out of control of his own mind and body. This is how he acts. He is becoming what is known as a lost demon, or black blood. Black bloods are demons or devils who can no longer hold the pressure of the ward around them. They go insane and their body forces them to break down. They lose a fight and the body turns black before they break into nothing and turn to dust or beasts that no one can stop. Lost demons look up to its name. A demon who has lost their way and can no longer go on. They are lost to everything and can never turn back. Black bloods have no soul and become nothing but a demon who is a shell. Black bloods are seen a lot when a demon or slave disobeys their master or when they go against someone they can't fight. They break down and lose their mind. Demetrius is now on the edge of becoming a black blood, and there is only a few ways to stop him or save him. One being killing him, which I can't do. Demetrius, I'm sorry, but he hit the glass. Some bits and pieces broke off. He roared. How long do I have? I slowly looked up and grinned. His eyes widened. I can still see a bit of red within. He is trying to hang on. But I think that you should stop this madness before I hurt you again. He looks terrified, but I know why. He's fighting back, or he's trying, but he can't win. To to do it, he shouted. His eyes changed to the red before getting swallowed whole. I eased my body. I leaned forward, waking the glass. I grabbed his arm and shoved him back into the wall. My body changed as I broke through the glass. I grinned as I looked into his black eyes. He wanted me to end it fast, but he didn't know what I had planned for him. His body jolted in pain as I tightened my grip. Too bad I have other plans for you. His eyes widened as I moved and threw him across the room. He hit the wall and broke it. The other way to stop someone from changing into a black blood is to break them down and only halves can do so. I learned that from Satan. 
He once told me before that a half saved him before getting toned into a black blood. Years before Demetrius was even born. I stepped closer and grabbed hold of Demetrius before slamming him into the broken wall. He coughed and I grinned. I needed to force him back into his human form and heal over his wounds before he dies. Sorry, old friend, but I need my fun with you first. I moved and kicked him. He went flying down the hallway. He hit the ground and rolled. His skin is starting to lose the black color. His horns are starting to break off. There were some people standing, watching this happening. They should run if they knew better. I sniggled as I stepped close to him. The people ran, seeing that I am in my other form. Demetrius should know by now that he can't fight me and win. He should have just let me kill him, but we both knew that that could never happen. Demetrius is too stubborn for that to happen. He wouldn't listen, not even if Satan had ordered him to die. Demetrius pushed himself up and studied me. He then charged at me. My right arm came up and I hit him right in the chest. His feet came off the ground. He slammed his back into the ground. He coughed. He's breathing heavy and his body is starting to lose its demon form. That's it. I reached down and grabbed his hair and pulled his head up. I locked my eyes on his. His eyes rolled back. Then finish me. His words hurt more than I would have known. No, not today. I healed him. He jolted in pain. His eyes rolled back as he changed. I moved back and changed back in my human form. I held someone running closer. I turned to see the werewolves and Abby. Meeting hall, I state as Abby slowly nodded. I turned to see Robin coming around the corner. He is being stubborn. That will get him killed one day. What do you have to say to me, human? He looks scared, but he is trying to hide it. Look at what you have done. Look at this place. You're a monster. I chuckled, which made him take a few steps back. You're right. I'm a monster. If you don't run, you might be next. He froze. What's wrong, human? Not going to run from a demon that is right in front of you? One that might kill you when you turn your back? He is now shaking. I chuckled. Run, boy, before I take your soul and eat it. He stepped back. Run. He fell back before pushing himself up. He then ran down the hallway. I shook my head and turned back to Demetrius, who was still on the ground, wondering why I didn't kill him. Eat your soul? Abby questioned as she stepped closer. Demon? What a show. She rolled her eyes. Do demons even eat souls? I sighed. I had to get him off my back somehow. Why would I call myself a demon, and why would I tell him that I would kill him? I have tomes, and no, I don't eat people's souls. It takes a lot. You have to deal with their blood and their screaming. It's all stupid and a waste of time. I'll just stick to people's feel. I turned to Demetrius before pulling his arm, pulling him to stand. I can heal the wind picking up, making Demetrius lighter. I turned to find Levin. He has on a white scarf, a long coat with no hood, some normal clothing, blue jeans and a white shirt. His hair is light blonde, almost white, but it matches him well. He seems airy in a sense. What happened here? He questions, he grinned. He then looked over to Wibble and Connell. He stepped close to me, wondering how I'm alive. What did you do? Are they here to kill you? I snickled. No, I have asked them here for a meeting. They are willing to help us. Really? He didn't seem to believe me. He looked up to me. My eyes met his light blue eyes. Yes. Wibble's father stayed as Levin looked to him. Where is Jackie and Marcus? I stepped closer, pulling Demetrius, who is now seven foot. They are coming. I think the guy pissed himself with those monsters. What kind? Low-level ones that slip through the doors? I nodded. Are they safe? Demetrius is getting heavy. You could say that. Lieben rubbed the back of his head. Want me to take Demetrius from you? I looked up to him. Please. He is heavy. I threw Demetrius. He almost floated over Lieben. Lieben grabbed hold of Demetrius and almost fell forward. How did you hold him up? He's heavier than a car. He pulled Demetrius up. What a day. He had no idea. Don't complain. You don't have to deal with everything I had to. 
Now to the meeting hall. Where are you going? Did Abby catch on already? I toned her. I'm going to see where everyone else is at. She nodded slowly. Understood. Rivel's father stayed as I looked over him. I'll listen to Chain. For now. I smiled at his words. Thanks. They walked off as I leaned my back against the wall. It's too much work. My body is aching in pain, and I don't feel like moving. I hold some movement. I looked over to see Jackie. She's holding up Micus. It looks as if he has seen hell and had his whole void taken from him. It just made me chuckle, which hurt, but I pushed it away. I have to push away the pain anyways, like I've done for years now. I have to suffer with this pain a little longer until I find the others. Benton and Lane, Tiana and Tano, who are still in hell. I still have to find out about Bluebolt as well. I reached into my front pocket and called Lillian. Hello, I inhaled slowly. How's your end holding up? Chain? She didn't know who had called her? Yes, I coughed. It's fine out here. I heard the news about these monsters on the freeway. Is it safe to come back? She sounded worried. Does that mean Blue Bold will back us up? It'll be fine. Your team can handle them. After all, they should be lower-level monsters. And if anything happens, call me and I'll come to your aid. Will you be okay? Did she hear that I was in pain? I'll be fine. I have other things I must get done before I die. I forced out a small laugh. That's not funny. There are people here who care about you. Think before you say something about dying. I sighed. She's being serious. I shouldn't joke with her about death. Fine, you're right. Sorry. I looked around the hallway. What would she say about this? Call me if you need anything, understand? Yes, I'll call back if anything happens to us. Don't push yourself, Jane. We don't want you to get hurt. I rolled my eyes. Okay, mother. I chuckled. Talk to you later. Same. I hung up and looked at my hands. I shouldn't worry those around me. I know they care about me, but I don't know how to handle this much care. It's been years since someone reached out their hand and aided me in my time of need. Why did I leave it? Do I regret leaving it all? Do I regret staying with Demon Palm? Do I regret saving the little girl in the file? Did I miss having this feeling? Having people worry over me? I looked up. Is this your way at giving back for everything I've done in the past that was good? Are you too late? Am I? I shook the thought from my head and closed my eyes. Well, I can't waste any more time, but I'll see what I can do to help. I pushed off the wall and called Benton next. Yellow? He was trying to make a joke. How are you holding up? How's the gunpowder? He chuckled. Fine, only problem I'm seeing is the monsters on the freeway. Everyone here just wants to go and shoot them down. Won't listen us, though, he sighed. I see. It looks like I'll have to take care of them myself. Thank you. If you have any problems, call me. I'll be walking, but... I'll still answer. I grin. My body is healing, and it's a funny feeling. Okay, I'll talk to you later. I hung up and moved my left arm. My skin changed in color. My nails grew. So did my fingernails. I'm not as weak as I was telling them all, but I did feel weak. I can change half my body into a demon form and still look human. The only problem is my eyes. They can never change color, even if I try my hardest. Unless I give my power to someone else, like Sherry. Not like I know what color my eyes will be for. I don't have a picture, nor do I want one. I shook all the thought from my mind and pushed forward, down the hallway, heading outside. I ran my fingers over the phone and a number of ears. It rang as I moved the phone up to my ear. Chain, I moved the phone away from my ear. The person shouted. There is no need for that. What? My tone is rude. Why are you shouting? I'm not deaf. It's Tanner who I had called. Some demon's trying to kidnap me. I sniggled. It's not funny. He thinks I'm a child. Though Tano is. I told him I wasn't and even showed him, but he still doesn't believe me. 
I rubbed my stomach and sighed. You owe me for this then. Fine, just help me. I'll give you some bread or something when we get back. Tano sounded like he was running. Where's Tiana? Hell if I knew. I sighed. I'll be there soon, don't worry. He's probably scared of me anyways. I felt my fingers flick. My whole right arm changed. I then fell back and went through the ground. I fell into the darkness. I felt the heat as it wrapped around me, like I am within a warm blanket. I hated the feeling, but it also reminded me of home. My eyes opened as I looked off to my left to see Tano. He looked up to me as I slipped the phone back in my front pocket. He stopped running and turned back to the demon who was following behind him. I looked up. The same one from before. The demon who steals the small children and uses them. I stared up at the demon who stopped, not far from us. I looked down at Tano. Are you stupid or something? I wasn't asking Tano. I was asking the demon. Chain! Tano grabbed on my arm and hit behind me. I sighed. And here I was telling you to do something. I can't even trust you with that. Did you even find other people to help us? That could help us? Tano jolted back. I shoved him back. And you? I spun around to look at the demon. Are you deaf or blind? He isn't some child. He walks with me. If you kidnap him or even try again, I will have you killed. And I will show no mercy this time. He looked afraid. If you have nothing else, then get. He vanished and Tana watched me. I turned and punched him. He went flying. Where is Tiana? He coughed. He had come to a stop by a rock not far from me. I don't know. He coughed and pushed himself off the rock. She went to have some tea with some gold. The slave looked kind of afraid of us or even seeing us together. He rubbed his head, which is now bleeding. If anything, I was doing my job. It was Tiana who was just complaining that you won't heal. He crossed his arm as I reached down and grabbed him. I pulled him closer. You could have just told me that over the phone. He watched me stun. I tried, but the demon was trying to kidnap me. I dropped him. That could have waited, and if anything, you could have just killed him. There were far worse things that are happening at the moment. Like what? He stood back up. They were monsters. Don't know what kind, but they're within the human ward, running around the freeway. Demetrius went insane, and I have asked some werewolves to aid us. He looked frozen in place. You asked them to help us? I rubbed my face inside. What matters is that I find Tiana and you get people to help us with our war. I paused and looked close to him. And if any of them try and mess with you or try to kidnap you, then kill them. Burn them alive. Then call me. If you don't, then go back and see Demetrius. He looked down. He is terrified. I don't know about which part. I'm sorry. I sighed. I need to stay calm. Don't be. I'm in a bad mood. I have far too much work in front of me. I reached down and grabbed a hold of him. Hold on. His eyes widened as we jumped. I dropped him on the ground. He didn't land on his feet, but he did land on a rug. One that is red and pink with flowers that are rotten. I looked up to find Tiana and the same little demon. There was a slave standing behind the demon girl. Tiana stood up and smiled warmly. She stepped closer as I eyed her. Shane, did you miss me? She froze as she looked in my eyes. She stepped back. Are you mad at me? I told you to do something. I wanted it done. I toned. And you. I looked at the girl. She stood up. If you want to stop me or have a nice little chat with me, then it can wait for me. Don't go around and take my people or have them speak for me. I told them to do something and I need it done. Now I have bigger fish to fry. I felt like Demetrius when I said that. I stepped over to the table. The slave stood in front of me. Move. My eyes lock onto his. He started to shake. You are nothing that can stop me. You can trust me on that. He is still standing his ground. He should have a medal for bravery, though he wouldn't be alive afterwards. Listen to him, the demon girl stated. I eyed her. Come sit down. You can do that for two minutes, correct? I rubbed my neck and sighed. I bet you're hungry as well. I eyed her. 
I'm in a hurry. Don't keep me too long. Tiana, Tano, get back to your walk. Okay, Tiana stated as she grabbed hold of Tano and jumped out of the room. My name is Eliza, if you have forgotten, and I believe your name is Chain, correct? I turned back to her as she sat down. That is correct. But why would I want to remember your name? She sighed. I was stunned by her seriousness. Is she trying to get something across to me? Or is my judgment wrong about this small child? So what do you want to speak about? I pulled out the chair and sat down, across from her. We are sitting at a tea table. Four chairs and some teacups around the table. Everything has flowers painted on them, only they are rotting. Your water demon told me that you are looking for demons, is that correct? Did she want to start there? Yes, but why would you care? She sighed and picked up her teacup and pressed it to her lips before taking a drink. I care because I want to know why you are asking for demons. She never told me why. She took another drink. Because I want to close the door. She almost choked on the tea. She coughed and wiped her mouth. You what? You hold correctly. I want to close the doors. That I opened. The slave is now starting to shake. And I will do it with my very being. I will drag every last monster, beast, and demon back to hell. I will do that before everything else. And I tend to keep my world. Your slave would know, wouldn't he? I eyed him. He looked down. He's terrified. Why would you care to know that, though? I looked back to her. She sat down her teacup. If that is what you're trying to do, then I will help you on your mission. I studied her. Why would she? What's in it for you? To fight. She looked down. Your water demon. She has a name. I don't know why I cared. Tiana. Tiana told me about you. How you care about them. How you took care of them. Even when they were hating you and thinking you were nothing good. She told me that you saved them both many times before. You care for them like they are your family. You could say that. You would also say that the void has turned on me and I have nothing left. No real family. They are all dead. I almost killed the woman who had given birth to me. I've killed repeatedly and I am only good at staying in the past and feeling every little thing at the moment. I look down at the tea. I can see my reflection in the cup. So you're saying that you feel the emotions of humans? I looked up and nodded. Yes, that's what I'm stating. Does it hurt? She only felt a little of what I felt. I inhaled slowly and moved my arm up, showing her. What you will be seeing is what I hold. My arms started changing. My whole right arm changed into my human form. She watched, sitting on the edge. I turned my arm, showing her my whole arm as my skin started to change color. I felt the pain. My skin started to turn brown and slowly fall off. My blood hit the table. My skin is rotting off. Eliza's eyes widened in horror. She covered her mouth and gagged on the smell. Her slave did the same behind her. She threw up and coughed. The smell is something one should not wish to smell. The pain is something I've lived with. Stop, she shouted as I flicked my fingertips. My arm healed over. The blood dried. Her slave hit the ground, coughing on the smell. There is now an awful smell of rotten flesh and stomach acid and old food within the room. Do you understand now how much pain I feel? I stood up, her hand is over her mouth, trying to keep the smell from going into her nose. I understand, she gagged once again before she threw up. If you understand, then you also understand that I cannot have you running around and getting hurt just because I asked you to. She looked up at me, almost horrified of my words. The phone in my pocket went off as I rolled my eyes and answered it. What? What do you want? My voice is bitter. Shane, we don't have many bullets left. The voice is patchy and broken up, like they're going out of service. There are too many. We can't fight them all off. I closed my eyes and inhaled slowly. It was Lazo who had called, using Lillian's phone. Where's Lillian? 
in the other car. She gave me her phone to call you. She also asked if you could help. She's worried you won't because of your other walk. But please, he sounds scared. I don't think everyone can hold off for much longer. There's a high-pitched scream. I opened my eyes and looked at Eliza. I'll be there soon. Remember you have one thing they don't. I stood up. And what's that? I grinned. A half that enjoys killing. The lion went silent, then he chuckled a bit. That's true, I sighed. I'll be there soon. Can you hold off for about a minute? I'm finishing up a meeting. The line went silent. As some guns went off, I hear a few people shouting. Sure thing. We can if you're coming to aid us. I looked down. Thank you. Bye. I'll see you soon. I hung up and put the phone back in my pocket. I looked up to Eliza. So you still want to help me? Her head shot up. You know that you'll be walking with humans, a group called Demon Poem. You'll be walking with Demetrius and werewolves and other demons like Tiana and Tanel. She watched me closely, wide-eyed, and of course, myself. She stood up. If you're saying I can help, then I will do so. I will aid you in any way I can, I eyed her. Why? She looked around, then back at me. Because I want to know how it feels to have a family. Her eyes steeled up a bit. I looked at her slave, who was still coughing a bit. Is that why you said he was your friend? She looked at me fast before looking away. No, he is my friend. I stepped over to him. That is a lie. I pulled him to his feet. Do you work for her as a friend or as a slave? He thought it over. If you lie to me, I will kill you right here. His eyes widened. He looked down before closing his eyes. He had calmed himself down. I don't know how to answer that, he paused. I only remember seeing a hand reaching out of the darkness around me. I wanted to stay with the same light that had saved me. She is my life, my ward, and I am Hulls. I pulled him closer. He jolted back. Good. You are not blind. I shoved him away from me and looked over to Eliza. Are you ready for your false job? Does that mean I can help you? Both of you can. I don't think he'll leave your side if I told him. I sighed. You both still have to prove yourselves to me and my team. I stepped close to her. Welcome to the family. Her eyes widened. A tear fell from her face. My name is Chain. I will help if you need anything. Call this number. I moved a paper that appealed out of nowhere and handed it over to her. Call if you have any problems. You can go and find Tiana, or you can go to Demon Poem. Ask to see Abby. They will understand if you tell them I sent you. I looked around. They will show you into a meeting hall. There you will meet some wolves and a demon of mine. Now, I have other business to do. I turned to leave. She grabbed my arm. I looked down at her. What? Thank you. Her voice is weak, but means something. My eyes moved around the room. There were dolls everywhere. A bed is empty of life, but full of objects. She only had her slave for all this time. No one around to welcome her home. No one to hold her close. She wanted a family that could only make dolls to fill a void in her body. You're welcome, and I'm sorry for harming you in the past. It's all worth it now. I moved and patted her head. I must be going. I will see you later. I stepped back and fell. I'm somewhere else now. I am free falling. My body feels free as I fall straight down to the ground below. My clothes move in the wind as I open my eyes. I am facing down. I will hit the ground with my head first, unless I move. Under me, on the freeway, are monsters moving around, looking almost like ants from this high up. They have tails and are climbing over the other dead bodies. I move closer, falling faster than before. I can now make out that they are a mix of cat and human. They are ugly creatures, to be honest. Most would believe that cat-human creatures would look beautiful, but these ugly things are far from cute. They have the human flesh, cat tails, ears to match, a mix of human and cat face. 
They run on all fours. They have a long cut across their face. Their teeth run along the line. Their jaws can unhinge. They can swallow a whole dog. I kicked my feet, spinning my body around so my feet are facing the ground. My eyes slowly closed. My whole body eased. I felt all the pressure rush over. I welcomed it as I hit the ground. The ground under me caved in. I slowly opened my eyes and looked up. The cat-human creatures toned and looked at me. Their eyes are black and looks like a cat. Now I wait. Just wait. My body eased and I closed my eyes. My breathing is slow and calm. Time is on my side. I looked up, looking into the sky. My time is in your hands now. You will watch over these humans, won't you? Audi knew I wouldn't get an answer. He never does answer me. He is busy. My eyes slowly closed once again as I heard a high-pitched scream. I felt a short pain on my left upper arm, then another short pain to my leg. I can't feel my fingertips anymore. My whole body, my whole body is going completely numb as the creatures jump onto my body and bite at me. I must wait. I can hear movement from them running at me, seeing that I am fresh meat. But what they don't know is that they will die. Their downfall is thinking I'm something they can bite. A tail wrapped around my leg. I reached down and pulled the tail up and moved the creature around, hitting them off me. The tail ripped off the creature as it hit the ground. They have sharp claws, which hold a strong poison with each cut. I looked up, locking my eyes onto one that is closest to me. I slowly grinned before pushing forward and grabbing its neck. The creatures all stopped and watched before screaming and running towards me. They all attacked at once, smarter than some humans but dumb because they are weak and their bodies can be used as a weapon. I stabbed my arm through one and wrapped my fingers around its ribcage and threw it at another creature. I looked down. I had taken part of its ribcage out. One ran at me, jumping, baring their teeth. I hit it with the ribs and stabbed it, putting it to death. A tail wrapped around my neck. I turned, wrapping my arm around the rest of the tail and pulling it closer. I grabbed its front leg and snapped them before dropping it. It yelped in pain before screaming, the same high-pitched scream. I turned, locking my eyes on some others who have stopped moving. They know they can't win against me, even in numbers. Chain? I told my body is heavy with blood and guts. I'm breathing heavy and I know Demetrius can't see me through all the guts. I'm here, I shouted before toning and looking down. In front of me is an eyeball. One that belongs to a dragon. What did you do? Demetrius grabbed hold of me and toned me. I met his eyes. He seems upset. Was he upset that I killed one of the last dragons? Or the fact that I won? What do you mean? I fought. I did my job. Demetrius pulled me into a hug. One I see coming. What are you doing? I tried to pull away. Why didn't you wait? A dragon was put to sleep by Satan himself, and you took it out without a problem? I looked down at the guts of the dragon. I wouldn't say that. He got a good bite out of my arm. I moved my left arm up. I'm missing half my arm. See? Demetrius chuckled. And what did you take in return? I grinned. I took his eye. Demetrius looked down at the eyeball behind me. He thought his flames could help him, but he didn't know that the flames favor me as well. I moved my fingertips around. A small flame danced around my fingers. He did give me something, though, Demetrius eyed me. And what would that be? I sniggled before toning. A heart of a dragon. Demetrius looked stunned as I looked back to him. Where is it? I healed my arm, growing it back before reaching down and picking up a heart that is still beating. I turned to Demetrius. It's the heart of a fire dragon. This is an egg, the heart of a dying dragon. This will give birth to one dragon. 
And what do you plan on doing? I looked down at it before toning. I'm going to give it away. It will be a gift. A gift for what? Demetrius stepped close to me. An apology gift. For whom? I stopped. For Satan. I had killed his pet. He'll be angry with me. Demetrius chuckled before hitting my shoulder. I turned back to him. You're worried about him hating you? I thought for a long moment. He doesn't hate me. I did him a favor. I can feel a grin dance on my face as I step over the bodies and step closer to those who have ran away. A few ran off and are going for an SUV that is down the road. I step closer as the creature screams, warning me not to get in closer, but I will not listen to them. A tail moved between my legs and I pulled it closer. Their eyes widened. They are afraid. I threw the creature away and moved for the SUV that is covered in bodies of the creatures. I pulled the door. It's locked, but it will open. I pulled it before breaking it open. I then felt a bullet to my chest. I moved and dropped to the ground. The bullet hit the middle of my chest, and now that I'm thinking about it, the SUV isn't from demon foam or bluebold. It's a police truck, and an officer is within. I slowly looked up, meeting the man's eyes. I've never seen him before, and he won't see me again. The phone rang as I moved it out and up to my ear. Where are you? I'm on the freeway, I state. My breathing is heavy. Chain? It's Lillian. We ran into the woods. Are you safe? We hold a gunshot. She sounds safe. What now? I got shot in the chest, but I'm safe. What of the monsters? She sounds like she's running. I'm going to send them all back to hell, starting with this one. I reached over and grabbed the creature that was heading for the man in the truck. We will meet you soon. I'll see you soon. I hung up and crushed the creature's neck before dropping it. I turned, looking around. You can heal me, I shouted. If you do not return to hell this moment, I will show no mercy and kill your whole race. A few vanished. It will be a painful death and you will never see it coming. I felt the wind change as the others vanished around me. The ones that have died were still lying on the ground, bleeding out. I inhaled slowly. My eyes wanted to close, but I forced them open. I fell to my knees and coughed. What a fucking day. I grabbed my chest. The bullet is pushing out of my chest. I hold some movement. Stay on your knees. That's a false. My eyes moved over the man behind me. I eyed him. I don't know what you are. Stay right there. His hand is shaky. His gun shook in his hand. How does he aim with a shaky hand? I saved you. I snapped. I guess that was a mistake on my part. Humans will never understand. I guess I should get going, so Lillian won't have to come here. Don't speak. Do you think I could kill him with my wolves? I wish I had that power. Believe it or not, but I'm a busy person and I really don't care what you have to tell me. I also don't care to listen to you. I pushed myself up. You a devil? I shot him a look. I'm not a devil. I'm a half. Half demon, half slave. There's a difference, officer. I sighed. How many times do I have to explain myself to people? Chain, I toned. It's coming from behind me, from a distance. Well, that's my ticket out of this place. I dusted off my pants. Chain, I looked up. It's Voodoo Doll's voice. Voodoo Doll? I questioned. I can see her as she climbed over the dead bodies in front of me. Stay put, the officer shouted. I turned back to him. He has his gun aimed at Voodoo Doll. Don't shoot, she's human. I moved in front of him. He pulled the trigger back and my eyes widened. His gun went off and I felt the pain. My body fell and I hit the ground. My horns pushed themselves back in my head. I hold Voodoo Doll in the background. My mind went everywhere all at once. My eyes stayed on the man as I shook in pain. He looked afraid. He watched me as if he had seen something new. Was this a first for him? Seeing a demon or half change back into their human form. Chain, I felt Voodoo Doll's hands. She pulled me off the ground. She's holding me somewhat off the ground. My head anyways. Chain, are you okay? She is scared. 
I reached up, but my body is weak. Shane, her eyes are full of tears. Don't worry. I looked back to the officer. I exhaled slowly. Did you find him? I looked over to see Lilium and Lazel. Behind them were a few of the others. What happened? Lilium told the man. You shot him? Her eyes are wide with rage. How could you? He was helping you. She turned back to me. Are you okay? Will you be okay? I sighed and rubbed my chest. I'm hungry. I slowly looked up to her. She looked pissed. You worried me. I pushed away from Voodoo Doll and stood up. Do you know that those kind of guns won't kill me? Even you cut me open and shoot at me for hours. Handguns do nothing to demons. Lilium looks pissed. I coughed. I'm glad you're okay, Jane. Lazel stated as I grinned. But I'm still hungry. Maybe Duck can cook up something for me. I looked away. Did I hear that right? He was close by. Did the lad ask for something to eat? Food? Not bread? He walked up behind Lazel and stepped closer. He pulled me into a hug. One that made it hard to even breathe. Let go. He dropped me. Sorry, Sonny. He patted my back, not caring if I was covered in blood and open wounds. I turned back to see Foreman coming up. My eyes widened. I pushed away from Duck and rushed over to Foreman. Your halt. He looked away. His upper arm was bleeding. Let me see your arm. I'm fine. It's nothing. I reached up and smacked him. He groaned in pain. Listen to me, you little shit. If you got bitten from one of those creatures, you'd be in a great deal of pain. They have poison in their body that will kill you. Let me heal you. He sighed and moved his arm over to me. Fine, go ahead, Doc. I rolled my eyes and moved my hand over his upper arm. It started to heal. I felt the pain in my chest grow. I felt the blood running down my chest and my breathing pick up. Jane, you need to heal yourself. Your halts. I shot him a look. Leave me be. You are important. I don't care if I had been shot. And if anything, you should be yelling at him, not me. I didn't shoot myself with a gun. That idiot did. The officer moved back as Lilliam looked up at him. I did nothing wrong. Don't blame me. I finished healing Foreman and stepped back. What happened to the monsters? Foreman questioned as he looked around. I sent them back to hell. The ones that are still alive, that is. I put fear into them and they ran away, knowing that someone has shouted my name more than once. I had Lilliam and Voodoo Doll who looked away. It's not my fault you're stupid. I shot Lilliam a warning. Stupid, I came here to save your ass. She smiled. I'm kidding. She stepped closer. I'm glad you're alive. I rolled my eyes. You still got a car? I don't feel like walking through this place. I rubbed the back of my neck. Duck grabbed my arm and pulled me back. You aren't going to run away this time. Time to eat, Sonny. I got a feeling that I felt once before, when Duck was threatening me. Why did I tell him I would eat? He pulled me closer, wrapping his arm around me and pulling me forward. We walked back to their camp. Duck rushed back to the dining tent and started on the food, along with Glass, who welcomed him back. Laser ran over to me and hit my back. I toned him and gave him a warm smile. So how is everything else going? I rubbed my head. I mean, I had to take care of Demetrius. He studied me closer. What does that mean, take care of? Nothing much, just some demon things. He didn't look so pleased about hearing that. I placed my hand on his shoulder and smiled. Don't worry, it doesn't matter right now. I just helped him stay alive. I moved my hand and moved for the tent. Stay alive? He followed behind me. Do you not know what happens when a demon can't or hasn't changed in their demon form in a long time? He said nothing. I stated something once before, but if one doesn't have control of their demon form or any form, their mind slips, and they get changed into a black blood or lost demon. Demetrius was going to turn into a black blood. He had lost control over himself and would kill everything around him. I stopped him. That is all I did. Laser looked down. Does that mean if you don't turn into your demon form from time to time, you will turn into this thing? 
I sniggled. Are you kidding? I paused. He studied me. That can't happen to me. After all, I'm not a demon. Second, if I would lose control, the whole ward would be on my fist and foot. And lastly, it would take me a lot to lose control like a demon. He nodded slowly before looking down. Don't worry, if I lose control, it means that I've lost to Satan, and Demetrius is the only one that can stop me from going insane and changing into a full demon. I felt sorrow fill my body. What will happen if he can't? I swallowed hard and closed my eyes. I will turn into a black blood and kill Demetrius. He looked scared. I looked away. But all I would need to do to come back is to remember my past. I felt my body grow cold at the thought. My whole past. Is your past that bad? That's scary. I watched before sighing. More so than hell itself. I don't feel my past, but I do get lost time to time. I sighed. Lazel could say nothing to that, and I don't blame him. It's okay, Lazel. I looked up, trying to change the topic. It's time to eat. I grinned. He watched me as if he could see right through my small act. I pushed that away and focused on the food that I'll be eating. Would Duck cook something small, or would he make a five-star meal? I pushed into the dining tent and stopped. And the table in front of me is covered in food. It reminds me of Thanksgiving, though I have never truly had a good Thanksgiving. I can count at least ten trays of food. How did he have enough time to cook this all up? Did he already have some of this cooked? Did glass help? Duck is off to my right, smiling like he won the war. I stepped closer and stopped. The food welcomed me, but my chest tightened as I stepped closer and pulled the chair out. Take your seat. It's time to eat. Duck smiled as I sat down. I looked up. Voodoo Doll was watching from one of the doorways. Her face holds a bit of sadness to it. What would you like to eat full, Sonny? Duck stepped closer. Are you sure you can eat all this, chain? The lame questions I swallowed. I'll try. I smiled up to her. I just don't know where to start. I looked around the food. Some cut ham, small sandwiches, two different types of soup, salad, chicken, and fruit. I didn't see any bread, which made my stomach turn. What do you think? Duck seems to be pleased with all this food. I looked down at the tray in front of me. There's some meat, whale. Some blood is coming out of it. I gripped my pant leg and smiled up to him. Looks lovely. I reached up and grabbed a fork and knife. I moved both up. My hands shook. I had to force my fingers to stop. I can feel everyone's eyes lock onto me as I cut the false piece of whale meat and move it to my lips. The false bite was wonderful. The taste is wonderful, but it never lasts. I was then washed over with a taste that sickened me. I almost threw it up and ran for it, but I bit down and ate the false piece, then moved to the next. You don't need to eat all of it, lad. I was making this all for the others as well. I looked up to Duck. Did I ever tell you that you're a great cook? He looked surprised by my words as I cut into a piece of ham and ate it. It tastes wonderful, really. My smile dropped as I swallowed again. My eyes locked on the soup. It's a red soup, tomato soup. Olive filled my mind. I just don't think I'll be able to eat it all. End of chapter 12. This is a walk of fiction, original walk, with made-up characters and lands. Thank you. Join us again.